No, I was I was going to try to get him to I was going to try to get him to turn us on here so you could hear the bullshit you guys were, were talking about before the show began. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, Bo, I'm good. You know, it was a disappointing end of 2018, but I got to say this. Things are looking up in 2019. We're back. I don't know who the hell's going to be on this team. I don't know who the hell the coach is going to be. I don't know what the team's going to look like. But Joe Rose is back. Joe? Joe Rose back in I the needed, studio. I need a little fix. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's building up through this team and everything that's happened. So Joe I gave Rose, a one week Jimmy, Kim oh, Camp, Good to this see is you, the buddy. Audible. Audible brought to you by Verizon. The best unlimited is on America's most awarded network. And... Uh, here we are. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's it seems like a it seems like a annual three year occurrence where we're sitting here wondering who's going to be our next coach. Correct. What are we going to do? This and that. And uh, and look, there's you know they, they've gone out. They've talked to the Brian Flores from New England, Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. These are confirmed interviews they've had. Uh, Chris Richard, the kid from the Cowboys, DC, and Dennis Allen all have been talked to by this football team. With, with some more coming, obviously. Uh, Darren Rizzi's a guy that's name has been thrown out there as, as a as getting a, a deal here. So I'm just going to throw it out you with, with with the parade of people that have come through right now. How are we feeling? about this football team, this franchise, this entire organization and the direction they're they're looking at for for these players and or these coaches. And is there anybody in your mind that kind of jumps out and says, you know, bees that that guy would be re- really interesting to me. Considering a lack of talent on this team and where they are, no matter what anybody says. I would argue I that a little bit with you. Uh I, I don't you you want to buy we have a lot of young talent? I, I do. I do. I, I some. I mean you and I some. Some. Well, some. I'm not talking about like 20 guys. Okay, but 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 I would say you know you you got you got X who took three years to get to the Pro Bowl. Fine. Minka's probably going to be a Pro Bowl player. Tunsil no should probably be Those a Pro three Bowl are good. player. Jesse Davis played well for you. I think Gotchaw and Vincent Taylor are two guys you can build with. To me, the big question mark with the young guys are. Are those two linebackers going to make that next step Agree. to being the type of linebackers you thought they, they, they could be? At times they were. At times they were. And I think another year. Seven guys, so, so you got a little bit, but you, but but the covers are not empty. Look, I, I'm not I'm not dead on on Gusecki. I think a year in the weight room, a little work in there. I think he he's, needs to get coached up. He, he, well, you're not going to get an argument from me on that. Hey, Coach you know who makes up. the young talent better? quarterback well there you go there there goes and, and to me yeah, ergo we got, we're going a lot of different avenues there goes the ultimate decision on this football team this year next year the year after whenever they make that decision but before we get to that let, let's kind of get back to let's let's, let's I don't want to put the the cart before the horse because i'm pushing that cart pretty hard you know <laughs> the quarterback thing um but but let's talk about these guys a little bit joe the guys that that you've seen come through and look you know, we we know him from arm's length. Right. We know him from. I remember Eric Bieniemy when he played at Colorado. This guy, that guy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I haven't delved into these guys, but obviously they're they've 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 done enough to where they've t- putting themselves in the forefront of every coaching search that's out there right now. I, I have I have a whole bunch of thoughts because we've all talked about this a lot since the end of the season, even before. These guys are these defensive coordinators mostly. That, that we're talking about are offensive coordinators. We're talking about guys that are, have talented teams, we wouldn't argue, that are having great success, whether mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys defense yeah. or Kansas City Chiefs yeah. offense. They, they're all coming from good programs. I've seen – I'm going to think outside the box. Uh, the guy I like and been jumping all over is Darren Rizzi. Yep. I would yep. love I'm to see Darren Rizzi. He knows this thing. He's seen it. 
He's got we, tough we love in that. him. I think a big thing is, and it's not to throw Adam Gase under the bus, but he's been there as assistant head coach and has been involved in a lot of things uh, well, with this well, team I, to see it. I, I would say most things as a head coach. In other words, he's you know, making we, those we, decisions. We, yeah, we, you know, we, we you know, know, we know Adam was head coach Adam made. was a play caller. Adam play called, and that was he was he did game day. It was Rizzy that had the red flag in his pocket. It was Rizzy that made decisions on personnel. Time it outs. was Rizzy that had time man clock management. So Rizzy was in, was responsible on game day. Now I look. I always I always try to 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 start out with this. I'm not in those meeting rooms behind closed doors, and, and that's where everything happens. We know that. But from a game day standpoint. To me, the guy that was most closest to the head to a head coach on that day, Darren Rizzi, more so than Adam Gates. To me, Adam Gates was more of a more on game day. I'm saying game day was more of an offensive coordinator than a head coach, and Rizzi was more the head coach than well, a special teams he coordinator. Touches, he touches every player yeah, on right. the team. I mean, this is a guy that when you go for evaluations of a roster from 90 to 53, or you know, practice squad, all yeah. that stuff, it's him usually from. 35 to 40 to 53 that's going yay or nay. Yeah. You know, how does he fit for me? How many teams yeah. is he on? How how valuable is he as a defensive back or an outside linebacker or a wide receiver going down on special teams? Right. That's the guy that's making the ultimate decision or the evaluation for that decision to be made. So for me, I think Darren Rizzi right now, I, I no disrespect to anybody no, that's interviewed. No. We always have to start with that. No, I'm all right. Does <laughs> well, Ryan Flores do anything for me? No. Well, well, okay. You, Does Eric Bieniemy do anything for me? It doesn't mean they're not good, yeah. good coaches, but I know this guy. Yeah. I know what he brings yeah. to the table. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, because we're not in the interview process to get to know these guys and evaluate them apples to apples and say, like, okay, I know what Darren's going to bring to the table. I don't know what these yeah. guys I are going to bring to the table. Rizzi's interview is legit yeah i, hope I, so. I do too I, 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 yeah, i'm with one. you on that i hope it's legit and it, they they ask him stuff like he's a serious candidate because if he's not he's gone yes he's no staying around because yeah. they're gonna try to keep him and he's gonna go nah that one hurt and, and, and that's another thing with darren rizzi you know look at all the look at the changes all these head coaches that have come and gone but they've all chosen to keep him. Yeah. You know, what, why is that? You know, they all have different opinions on the way they should run teams, the way they should, way, way they want to do things, but they've all kept him. Correct. They've all kept him. So the other thing is Brian Flores, Eric Bienemy, Chris Richard, Dennis Allen, what do they all have in common? What's the one thing they all have in common? I'll give it to you right now Tom Brady, um, the kid from uh, what's the Kansas City kid, the quarterback, yeah. Mahomes, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, and Drew Brees. They all got damn good quarterbacks. Yeah. They all got damn good. So are they? Are they? Are they a product? Are the quarterbacks a product of the coordinator? Are the quarter or the coordinators a product? I think of the fact that they've each got. One of those they've guys all got very good quarterbacks. To have very good quarterbacks, yes. uh, and that's what you have to have in this. And league. I think you could say that for anybody in this league. By by the way, well, any for coordinator, five or six teams. Well, that right that's now. that was goes back to my point. It doesn't matter what the name of our quarterback is for yeah. the Miami Dolphins. You have to be able to get consistent play from yeah. that position. And sometimes you need that position to to mask a lot of deficiencies on your football team from week to week. If you don't have that in the National Football League over a sixteen game. Yeah season you're not getting to the playoffs yep. so every one of those guys that you mentioned on those teams and those players on those teams have guys at that position that are either going to win you a game mask some deficiencies yep. that you have their bad games aren't 105 yards passing yep. 
So what you're saying is till the front office, because this can be on the front office, Chris yeah. Greer and his yes. gang, they got to find a quarterback before we're going to yeah. have success with a head coach. They need to find, I, I, I'm cons- saying, I'm they saying, need to find uh, consistent play yeah, from, a, from a from either a draft choice or a, or a free agent that, that's going to come in and be able to take the reins of this team for one or two years or whatever it is until you get your guy that you think is a franchise quarterback. I, I'm more and more convinced to be a, a successful head coach in this league <clears throat> You have to have a top ten quarterback. I, I, I bar none. It doesn't matter. And, and, and you know what? You're not going to be a good quarterback coach unless you got a good quarterback. You right. got it, it. To me, I, I'm this league more and more and more has boiled down to that one position being the ultimate position in this. And everyone goes, ah, oh, it's a team game. Yeah, it is a team game. But if you don't have that guy on your team, you ain't got much of a game. It's more of a quarterback league now than ever. with the new rules than ever. Yeah, we 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 have got to find a quarterback. We can't. It's nothing against Ryan Tannehill. He's a nice guy. I know he works hard yep. and all that stuff. He just same mistakes are being popped up. Yeah, well, well, just drop look? back, sack. I know it's been through it. It's time to move on. He's 30 years old. This is not a 24, 25-year-old guy. The experience, even going back that he played court, uh, wide receiver yeah. for a couple years in, in college, it's, it's over. Like It's time to move on and get some new quarterbacks in yes, here on yes. this roster. Oh, no, that, there's no question. There's a couple rooms that are going to be vacant. Yeah. Uh, that you're going to go have a lot of occupancy to, to, to go out and p- have names and yep. come in, and whether that's free agency, whether that's through the draft, whether it's a blend of yeah. two, you're going to have a, a few rooms. And I could, I could go through the cornerback's room and go, wow, well, you know, after X, you know, what, 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 do you what, what do you got? Where are you at? You can't keep Bobby outside. He's yep. a nickel. Yeah. How about that drop off at the second cornerback? Yeah. That's yeah. Just about that, a cliff drop that we have on right. this team. And, and what do you do at defensive end? I mean, you've got a bunch Ooh. of names, but yeah. you, where's the production? You got a bunch of veterans. They got to decide. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made how, on this team. How about that one? Chris Greer, by the way, got his he's got his work cut out with all these decisions because well, and, and, and he's got that big decision, Joe. That big decision right there is going to be what's going. And 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 look the, to me, you know the big all the the whole. To me, the whole landscape changed in this upcoming draft when Dwayne Haskins said, I'm in on the draft. Whole new landscape now. Everything changes. And, and my position on that, if he's there, do whatever the hell you got to do to get him. Yeah. You Make know, a run. They're talking about John, uh, John Har- uh, Harbaugh. Oh, we may have to trade for him. Bullshit. I don't want to trade for a coach. If, if you want to trade for a coach and then we'll, we'll lose for a couple years till we get our guy, why don't, you, why don't you put all your eggs in the basket, trade for a quarterback, Still lose for another year or two, but at least you got a quarterback yeah. that maybe your franchise guy a year or two down the road. You yeah, know, I mean, I, I agree. And by we, the way, we need to put the cart in front of the horse yeah. in this organization yep. if you want to have success. I uh, I hope, and, and everything I've heard the last two weeks about Haskins, I haven't heard one bad thing. Not one. Yeah. Not not one bad thing about physically all the things he can do. Okay, maybe if we got a nitpick, hasn't played enough games in college. Right. Played one year. Played one year right. and it might have to develop a little bit, but some of the throws. Washington in that zone defense was supposed to be so good, one of the best zone defense in college football. Yep. He picked that apart like a fifth grade yep. flag football team. Yeah, out he looked there, pretty man. damn good. Yeah. There was a lot of games that he looked pretty damn good. Michigan. Yeah. But but I look, I I'm I'm and I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it: is this team is not going to get the traction that the fans want, that the organization wants, until they get that guy in there. And, and you talk about Ryan Tannehill's last four games. To me, the to the last four games that Ryan Tannehill played were the four most important games in his entire career, 
because those were games that, hey, meaningful games, yeah. chance to get to the playoffs, yep. chance to get to a winning record, just go out there and win. And, and win. And I don't think in either one, any one of those games he threw for more than 200 yards. And it was very pedestrian in, in, in every game and, and, and bad in, in, you know, certainly the last game. Right. So, I mean. No it, arguments, Bo. You ain't hear, yeah. John, I hear anything out of Johnny no. or I on, on Ryan <laughs> no. Tannehill if you're looking for. So I, I'm done. I just, I just Move think, on. you know, Go. consistency. You need, you need more yeah. consistency yeah. and a guy that's going to be able to win you two or three games a year. And I just, I just hope that he's there in free agency. He's there in the draft. And it may not happen in a year or two. Yeah. But it, it sure needs to restart that process again because we've gone down that exhaustive road. We and, waited way too long and, to put uh, ourselves it's, it's, yeah. in, get in there. the situation yeah. that we're in. Yeah, and, and look, you, you, know, you look around and, and you look at New England and they have Brady up there, but they also, the, the two guys, the kid that went out to San Francisco – Right, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. You know, Garoppolo's. I mean, he, he he comes out there, and all those all they do is start winning. You know, they, they had the other kid. I mean, you know, they they had good players that they had. That, you know, but and, and we're the we're kind of the lone ranger here. We got our one guy, and let's kind of pick off the scrap heap. A couple other guys that, that back there that know that if if if, you, if they've got to play, that you got no chance yeah. of winning. Football we don't have games. a young guy that we really no. developing, which is no. we don't have that young guy that's like, hey, we're gonna get you, and we see potential in you. We just got a bunch of big band-aids in there. So Chris Greer coming into situation. We all know Chris Greer. We know we know, and I and I think I'm I'm assuming I, I know I, I know I like the I like the move with Chris. Uh and, and it, it kind of goes part of it kind of goes along the line with me with with Darren Rizzi is you know, you look at the teams in this league that have been successful over the years, you know, the New York Giants, the the, the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, the, the teams of, of that ilk. They do that. It's consistency, consistency in the front office, consistency, not this constant churning of people that we've had here. And to me, with with uh, Chris coming in, and if you do make that move to keep Darren, it, it starts to give you a little bit of continuity of thought with this organization instead of going out and grabbing Eric Bieniemy. And Eric comes in and says, "Yeah, you know what? You know, you guys have a quick team here. You know, I want us to be a power team." Now we got to still, still go start getting some big guys, yeah. which is a two to three year yeah. process. Yeah. And then here we are sitting in two and three years going, geez, that guy Eric Bieniemy, he's not winning. We need to get rid of this guy. We, yeah. You know, I mean, and, and that's where we've been. Well, and, for and, that, for that to happen, in my opinion, this process can't be a three year turn. Now, no, this cannot be a whoever, whatever name gets underneath head coach yeah. of the Miami Dolphins or beside that title cannot be. Hey, in three, you got three years. And if, and if you don't do it in three years, you're you're out. But that's the case. But it can't. And, it can't be. But but if you pick the right guy, you know you're going to struggle next year. Yeah. There's I don't care if you. I'm one of us three coaches team. Yeah, we're going to struggle. Oh, really? Next year. Struggle then. Okay. <laughs> no, I think we'd be all right. We're going to win as many games as whoever we bring <laughs> yeah, in. I guarantee you. But I, my my thought on this is it's got to be a five. It's got to be at least five yeah, years to yeah, be you able gotta, to. You got to finish you the pick job. the right guy. Yep. You have to pick the right guy and give him time because yeah. if you don't, you're just going to be changing paint on the wall. Again. It's not going to happen. Five years, you guys are dreaming. If you think a guy's going to get five years well, here, well, you know, but but so if you don't, you put Mr. Ross at about eighty three. Well, I know if you yeah. don't, but but what do you get? And like he even when he can't, his so press we're going to hire a guy for he, two years, and now he's on the hot seat. He, we're going to get another yeah, guy. Well, you know, so he says, look, we we need to 
we we need to build through the draft. We need to build build through young players. All this, and, and he even said, "Hey, look, it's time. If it's two years, if it's three years, it's gonna be two yeah. or three years." But but the, but the fan base, the fan base doesn't they they can't under they can't grasp that. You know, I, I mean, you can't look, blame the fans on this, Bo. No, I'm not blaming the fans on it. I mean, they've no, had no, no, to see no. crappy no, football no, no. for look, almost two decades. You know what, Joe? You you know it, and John, you will. Anybody's been around this organization has had this conversation with some some dad or some mom. You know, my son is 16 years yeah. old, and he's never seen the, the right. Diamond Dolphins be any good. Never. And and and, and I, I never in my life would I think. That word, that that phrase, could be uttered from somebody's mouth about the Miami Dolphins, and it'd be true. But that's where we are. No. But part of that reason is it's the one step forward, two step back. True. So at some point, you got to plant your flag in the ground and say, "This is my guy. I'm giving him a six year deal, and he's going to get six years to turn this around." You know, you, you can go back to Adam. You know, I, you know, to me, I, to me, Adam would be the guy I would invested more time in myself you know the guy comes in kind of gets things going next year he loses his quarterback right off the bat you bring in jay cutler then you don't have you then you then you get him finally get him back and you realize he's not the same guy he was when he got hurt two years ago and and now you've wasted two and a half years and injuries this year everything i mean i know everyone says oh everyone has injuries everyone has injuries this this team got gut punched almost every week beginning with Kilgore, Sitton, William Hayes, and on and well, it, on. It was and hard. On it was hard on. on our depth. Yes. I mean, it really exposed uh, some. The fact that our fifty-three man roster wasn't very strong. Yeah. It, it exposed some positions of of that you felt like were positions of strength in terms of playmakers yeah. and explosive plays and being able to be dynamic yeah. on offense to totally bring in you know bringing guys in and and being happy that Frank at thirty-five yeah. was able to get four yards on first down. Yeah. You know, that's where we were starting yeah, to yeah, that starting was, to be as a mindset. That's, that's what I was hanging my hat on. Right. Hey, Frank's going to get you three or four yards right. of first down. You know, that, okay. that, that's the best thing for our offense. Period. But it's, it, but it's so hard in the National Football League with the, the way we played for the first maybe five weeks of the season with all those four yard routes that went for fifty yard touchdowns to to turn now and go. Okay, now how do we how do we mask our inefficiencies in terms of being able to get right. explosive plays to be able to grind out ten. 12 play drives without making a mistake or a pre-snap penalty or a holding call or a drop and then punt the football back. That, well, that, that's where we were at. That's one side of the football. We were also bad on the other yeah. side well, of the yeah, football. Well, yeah. I, I, Joe, yeah. It, Joe, I, just, you know, I got a feeling, Joe, you got, you got something seething in you that you just want to spill your guts out. I so do. I, you know, I think it's this really, this really is, bad. This I, is you guys are right giving here. it. I, I'm just not. That's fine. That's just fine. Not, not enough. 2015 has turned out to be a wasted, not that these guys are totally on the watch, although Mike Tannenbaum was. Right. Um, but that's that's a waste. That's, yeah, no. that's gone. One guy was we we released a defensive tackle that we needed help yeah. at, and Devonte lost his confidence, got injured. That combo, he was just a played his worst football yeah. this year. Yeah. He just he just got worse. So now you're putting added pressure on 2016, which has been really good, mm-hmm. great draft. Yeah. 2017 and 2018 to be seen. Yeah, right, right. I agree with that. Some good picks. Don't Minka's fantastic. I yeah, know yeah. Minka. Unfortunately, this rookie class of first round picks throughout the Playing NFL been positions. really good. But what Minka did this year? Imagine if he played never one position. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. ended up being by far your second best cover. Oh yeah, yeah. corner. Oh yeah, not even close. Hey, hey, look to me. He's 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 one of the top two or three players on your football team. I, I mean, 
you know, and you hope for a long time. In, you hope for a long time. The other question now, you know, they're talking about X and his contract, and you know, there's rumors. Oh, can you afford to keep him? I mean, you know, that's and Joe, you kind of touched on a little bit. You know, you need to become a football team that just because you don't get along with a player, or just because you know, you can't give away talent. You can't give away the talent no. you've got because you 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 can't manage them. You you need to figure out how to manage them, keep them, Agree. and have them be productive. Not just say, you know, God, this guy doesn't. You have to doesn't, coach. Doesn't run him to go screw yeah. himself. So okay, you're then, out. then get out of here. You're out of here. Can't, you know, got to work it. Believe if that happened, you know, we wouldn't have had a team. <laughs> if, if you know, if everyone that f the coach, you know, f the coach, there'd have been. Right. He'd have been playing with Corn and uh, and Billy Davis or something, you know. Uh, you're bringing up some old names there, right there, boy. You just hit rock bottom from old school, right there. I mean, you made your point strong, right yeah, there. Okay, so anyway, so so getting back to the coaching, I, I mean, I, I would assume, and I would assume that this this process. What do you give them another week within maybe another yeah. week? Well, just everybody get, that they've just talked to, see who's to is fall out. They, is they've still talked to everybody. You're still playing. You know, I'm I'm sure there's going to be a, a couple other names that that are going to surface in terms of being able to have their availability a little bit earlier for their interview, and if they decide on them, could happen before the weekend. But the four names that they brought in, uh, the four coaches that they brought in, are still coaching, so no decision is going to be made before Sunday. Well, and the other thing is. A lot of those guys are being interviewed at for other places, other yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. and there's some of those other places might well, be considered they, they, to be better, better jobs. jobs. Yes. They, yeah. They're much higher on the list. I, I was kind of compiling names and, and teams, and you can go six, seven, and eight in any order you want out yep. of the eight jobs available, and we're one of those three, in my opinion. That's a pretty accurate opinion, yeah. right there. I'd agree. Yeah, but you know, they're you know, they're just, you start to to think about. Um, guys that that aren't interviewing for this 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 job, and, and you wonder who, whose decision is that? Is that the team says, oh, you know, we're, we're just not interested. Or the guy saying, hey, like, I, thanks, but no thanks. I, I've yeah. seen that. I've seen. I see what's going on down there, and I'm not real comfortable with diving into that pool uh, until you guys find some stability. I think the down way there. it's structured right now, though. I will say one thing with Chris Greer yeah. there. I think he's well respected yes, by no a doubt. lot of people. No oh no, I don't think question I don't think... for me, and I still don't know. And if you guys know, maybe you can answer this for everybody when this mm -hmm. comes out. I, I need your help on this. So, Adam Gase had final say. Chris Greer is in the middle. Do whatever you need. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go out and find him, but but I also have some say so. And then Mike Tannenbaum's at the top, who had VP of football operations. Right, right. He, he's running the show. So who had final say on all that stuff? I'm still yeah. You guys I, I don't have know. Any idea? No, I don't. Can't three I guys don't. can't make a decision? No. I ain't buying well, that. I, I, no I, one's going to agree. I, we could sit here all day and us uh, talk about agree it. on that. Right. And right. I, I would say this. I would say that when when it comes to the JHIs, the the Jarvis Landrys, and Dominican Sues, my my guess would be that's that's an Adam move right there. And, and nobody else, and he may have to may have to convince those guys. Yeah. He was, but, big but he was the, the impetus behind. He's the, the impetus the behind room. that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the other, the other stuff, you know, you know, who signed this guy, who signed that yeah. guy, that that. Let's you know. extend this guy. Yeah. Let, let, let's get the content. We free up some money. Let's give this guy. I think he'll be around and be a good player for another year. Yeah, or I don't two. think that was on the coach. Yeah. No. no. So speaking of that, when we, and we talk about X, because again, going back to to my thought is, you know, don't let your good players go. Keep your players. Right. And I, and I think we, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with with a friend of mine last night, and we were talking about it. And I said, you know, I've I've all I've, I've gotten to the point now in free agency when the Dolphins sign somebody, a free agent. Hey, this guy's out there. He's a free right. agent. We want that guy. We want that guy. 
and, and I've gotten to the point now where the, my first thought when they sign a guy is, well, how come they didn't want to sign him? How come those guys that know him the best, that have, that, that have had him for four or five years on his team, how come they don't want him anymore? How come they're willing to let him go to yeah. free agency without any compensation coming back? Well, what, you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Are we just, you know, are, are we, have we become everybody's garbage heap? Everybody's garbage disposal. Hey, the, you know, this guy's a really good player, you know, and we're going, they're going, meanwhile, they're going, geez, we need to get rid of this guy because he can't play. And those guys, they need a cornerback <laughs> over the time, there, you know. Most of the time you think of the Pittsburgh Steelers when, when that happens. Well, you, well, think you know, New, in New, England, New England Patriots. England too. Those yeah. two teams that have yeah. been very successful over a number of years. Yeah. But I, I would say there's been on a couple of occasions that when I saw William Hayes come, yeah. I was elated. Yes. To see a guy who didn't say much, went out and worked his ass off yeah. at practice and went out in games and played multiple positions, I was going, wow, he, he's almost as good or better than anybody we've got. Yes. I tell you, he, he was, before he got hurt, he was, he was, he was the best defensive lineman we had before well, he got not hurt. Not even close. I, I, yeah, I would I mean, agree, but, far and away. but the injury bug. Yep, get, there it is. Same thing with the left guard. And, 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 that's the, and therein lies the, the same thing with free agency is, you know, we've made a little, you go back to Mark Dixon and back to those guys, right? Even back then, where you got, oh, this guy played for so-and-so, was a really good player, but he's had some injury problems. So we <clears> sign him, and then what do you get? A guy that gets injured and has an injury problem. Yeah. Did that with Kilgore, did it with Sitton. And, yeah. we've, and over the years, that's been the case. And, and you know, it's, it's that old thing. You know, if you, if, you, if you don't learn by your mistakes, then you're going to continue to make those same mistakes yeah. over and over. And, and at some point, but look, having said that, you know, th- there's a new guy in charge now. Chris Greer is a guy with – Clear thinking, his thought process, and we'll, time will tell what his process and thought on free agency, putting this roster together, keeping guys like like Xavier. And, and so I, I was kind of leading to the point about X. What do you do with X? X is going to want, you know, he's going to want he to wants top cornerback money. A lot of money. Yes. You're, you're right. And moving forward, I, I think you have to find a way to keep him. I, I think you have to find a way to keep him well, on you your roster. You can whatever you can. He's one of, you know, we talked about Minka, and we talked yeah. about him playing multiple positions. He's probably the second best cover guy we have, but he's a natural safety in the National Football League, in my opinion, watching him move. Now, he can play corner, yeah. and he can guard you, but I think he's more natural yeah, you want from, to put him from, in the, his middle, best spot. from yeah. the middle, you know, making plays yeah. from there. So when you look at the roster – if if you don't have X on it, boy, you've got a lot of yeah. you got a lot keep, of problems. You got to keep your good players. Yes. You got a lot of yeah. problems outside. Young players. We sit here and bitch that we we end up having all these first and second and third round picks not work out. And we end up getting rid of them before their contracts yeah. are even done. Finally, we got some guys we want to keep, and now it comes down to money. I want to have that problem every year. Yeah, right. For a while, Tunsil's gotten really good at left yeah. tackle, and Xavier. Now we got really now good. we got to pay him. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a you great know, problem. It's to like have. the guy says, "Oh, geez, if that guy makes a guy makes all his incentives, man, you're gonna have to pay him an extra five million dollars." I wish I'd had to pay him ten million dollars right, right. if it's all on incentives. Yeah, you know, because you're gonna get the best out of the guy. But you know, I, I'm with you. You you got to keep these guys, and you got look. I, I'm so I'm so tired of this salary cap bullshit that because everyone's on oh, we're tucked. But my the point being is this: I, I remember a few years back, Tampa went on a tear just signing guys, yeah. and I'm going. How the hell can they sign all these big contracts? And, and it made me realize these guys can manipulate this salary cap in ways to fit whatever they want in there. Would the cap so don't sit here and again, tell me 10, I can't. We million? can't. We can't sign X, one one of our best players, one of our two or three best players. We can't sign him because he wants too much money. 
when you look at everyone else, you go, geez, that guy's got an all-pro on that corner. you got an all-pro on that corner. you got an all-pro line. Those guys are all making money. How can you fit them in? Right. And, and, and we can't. You know, I, there's got to be, I say damn the salary cap. Push it as far as you can. Yeah. Get your people in here. We may, and, but and the bad thing is we are going to have a we're going to have a lot dead, of dead money. Dead yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be no a doubt. big word. Yeah, but yeah. but that's what you've you know we, you know what and and I'm going to say we because we're involved with this organization. Right. We got no one to blame but ourselves. We got no one to blame for ourselves for the situation we're in right now. Right. Salary cap, dead money cap, all those types of things. They decided to give Ryan a hundred and whatever million dollars they did a few years ago. That's on that's on this team. Right. Yeah, Ryan didn't hey Ryan wasn't putting I don't blame, Ryan I don't didn't blame hold, the player. Ryan didn't hold a gun to his head, you know? No, they made not some at all. decisions. You tell me they don't say to Ryan, hey, we'll give you eighty five million. You know, I'm in. Get where do I sign? You know, you, you, Thank you. <laughs> I'll work hard. I'll let be me, here every let day. Let me cut my finger. I'll use the blood yeah, right. if I can't find a pen, you know? So it's it's you know you, you just gotta you, you just gotta do it. But we made uh, some bad decisions. Yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to take responsibility, whether it's coach, GM, VP of football operations. We we made some bad decisions, put us in this situation. But I'm with you. That doesn't stop me from getting guys signed. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Especially just, just when me. they're they're impact players at, at and they're young. Yeah, that that are going to be able to grow with the organization for yeah, exactly. Come yeah. on. We got to keep those guys. Well, look, I, I can, John. We had this conversation before. I, I go back to when I came into the league, the, the 17 0 team, they were all getting long in the tooth. And, you know, I remember I came in, I think Dick Anderson was on injured reserve. I think Manny Fernandez was on injured desert reserve, Bill Stanfield. They were all, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it is the end of your career. You just start breaking down. And, and that's what they had. And, and so then they, then they draft, they draft myself, uh, Larry Gordon and Duriel. The next year they draft AJ and, and Baumhauer. The next year they get Dwight, Tony Nathan, Don McNeil, and all of a sudden you put three drafts together. And now you got a nucleus. You just name like and, ten or twelve really good players, and, and you go and and you go and you've got a you've got a team. My, you know what? I, I would like to grab all these young guys and put them in a room and say, "Look," I said, "You know, when you go to you go to go to Colorado, anyone know who you are? Did anyone recognize you? No, no, no. When you go to New Orleans, anyone recognize? You? No, yeah. no, no, no." I said, you know what? I, I go places now. I'm 64 years old. And people, hey, you can bow camp. Yeah. And I go, you know why that is? Because we played in playoff games. We played on nationally televised games. We played on Monday night games. Right. We played on Thursday night games. Everybody in the country saw us play. Right. No one sees these guys play. You want people to know you? Get your ass out there. Police your own locker room. Make sure the guys that want to play are playing. And the other ones tell them, get the hell out of my huddle. Get someone else in there. You guys be the backbone of the team. And, and and police your team and 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 make it a team instead of being guys that oh geez oh geez I, I don't care I didn't get my carries I didn't, you know it's at some point it's my point being at some point the players need to look themselves in the mirror and say this shit is on us not not you know coaches are coaches I think a lot of that stuff's changed in the league Bo no, I know no, you don't no, want to no, hear that no I, I, I know I you agree, don't want to I hear agree it. with it but but until see what's going on in Pittsburgh. Yeah, the ultimate in in continuity. And the they have a quarterback. In, yep. And they have yeah. and they yeah. have uh, you know yeah. a coach that's been there for a long time. And they, they have, have a great player that got paid. And they have stability yeah. in the front office. Yeah. You know, it, it could happen anywhere. But but going back to one of our points that we were talking about, that's why I think this time around, you have to be able to create some sense of stability yeah. at, at the top. Now, so say say you have now it's streamlined with Chris Greer. At the, as the GM, yes. he's making all football decisions. Great, I'm all on board with it. We got one guy doing it. Whoever the head coach is, 
Bring in a, a quality defensive, offensive coordinator. Let them run both sides of the football. Be the CEO of this football team and see how it works for three or four years. That way. Yeah. You know, we've tried the other ways. Obviously, the other ways are, it's like a roller coaster. You know you're going to struggle with the roster that you have, but you're trying to build on the 16 draft, the 17 draft, the 18 draft, yeah. and hopefully the 19 draft. And, and, and that's kind of the point I was trying to make, is that you've got some guys here that, that you can build around. Some young guys, I think Gotchon Taylor, those guys, if you kind of work them the right way, I think you're, Taylor's got a chance to be right. really good too. No, no yeah. doubt about it. So you, you've got some guys there. Is, is that is that enough for you to be a team that's going to be five hundred, win ten games next year? I, I don't think it is. You, you got to put some, but 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 at least. And Joe, maybe, maybe I'm the guy that just I, I'm grasping for a I'm, I'm grasping for a vine here. You know, I'm I'm swinging through the jaw. I'm just grasping for a vine to say, yeah, th- th- this is good enough to get me where I need to go. You know, instead of grabbing on this one over here, that's going to drop my ass into the quicksand, and then yeah, and then, and then you'll never see me again. Well, we don't want that, but. Well, you're, you're feeling do. better about things. Do. I thought Joe was better. in the quicksand for a couple months. <laughs> he's he's crawled himself back I, to us. I have been. I, I've seen. You know, and Joe. The, I think you've been beat down by the Joes of Pembroke Pines and the, <laughs> no, and, and the Billies from Cooper you know City. And, I've been beat down by stories <laughs> of coming out of the, out of this facility yeah. from yes, <clears> veteran yes, players you. telling yeah. young guys not to play at the end of the year because yeah. we're not playing for nothing. Yeah. You got a new contract to get. Yeah. Hey man, make sure you get your money. Yeah. And instead, and you got a coaching staff going, man, we need to win some of these frigging games. And you realize we got questionable guys and now they're not playing because, you know, and it's just, it's frustrating to hear. But then I got to step back and go, the game has changed, man, because it's not just here. It's everywhere. It's going on everywhere. I'm hearing stuff I never thought I'd hear, but I'm not getting respected. You put your your finger right on it. When the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the great franchises in, in the history of the National Football League. When you talk about stability, where they've had three coaches, yeah. right? I mean, and players that have been there forever. <clears throat> when they start coming apart at the seams, then you know players are changing in this league. I, I mean, in, in a big, big way. Can you imagine right, that? Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's take one more step forward. Our, our, our buddy Brent Grimes. You know, he, here's a guy comes out after the season and says – he was well, he felt disrespected. He was asked to that he was go asked against to, a top that he was receiver. asked to play against a top receiver. Antonio Brown. Because, he was asked to, to take him all over. Because the field. he wasn't making enough money to be that guy, right? Yes. That's his you're not paying me enough money to go cover that guy. So and it messed up the his money, psyche with the, the money, rest of the year. With the money you're paying me, I can only cover the, the second and third receivers. You know, not the first receiver. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> how, how do you come over to the sideline to tell a coach, say, you know, wants you to follow Antonio Brown? No, no coach, you're not paying enough money. I've been working at that gas I'll, station. I'll this, I've never done I'll that. I'll go with this other guy over there, you know? Yeah. I, 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 you that know, is started, laughable, man. It is. It's, 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 it's disgusting is what it is. You Stuff know? that's coming out from guys. And I'm like, wow. There's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The guys that feel disrespected or wonder because you're you're the best corner on the team and you're being asked to take Antonio Brown and mirror him all over the field. Yeah. Like that's a compliment, man. Your coaches think you're really good and that we'll give you some help in certain situations, but we want you to take them and you take that as disrespect. That's the most respect you can get. You know, I'm watching. I'm watching. Coaches now have to have a, a salary cap on, yeah, on the sidelines. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute! No, no, no. Get, get over here on this guy. You're only, we're only paying you. Wait a minute! Time out! Somebody 
to call timeout. We, we got. We don't have enough money on the field. The, the bottom part of that big paper is like Funny. who can play where and when. <laughs> You Are know, you available yeah, on third down? Yeah. No, oh, no. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tweet my agent. Let me check on my. <laughs> let me pull my phone out and check on my. Agent. That's the other thing. I'm, I'm watching pregame warmups. The guys got their phones in their pocket. I'm going. Really? You can't. You can't leave the locker room and go out in the field and get warmed up. So, and I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just the Dolphins. I'm talking about every. You know, their phones in their pockets and yeah. Hey, hey, what's going? I'm, I'm thinking. Really? I don't know. It's but look. It, look. You, 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 we can look. It, it is changing. The league's changing. The players are changing. Their attitudes are changing. I think agents have really, really gummed this whole thing up. Correct. Like to, to from 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 every step from from leaks that are coming out to to, to when guys should play or when they shouldn't play. Hey, you know the ankle's totally still agree, sore. Nah, totally you know, agree. Don't you know you shouldn't go out there and play. And, and meanwhile, I'm I'm standing on the sidelines. I'm watching Bobby McCain all year. I think he had like what he went out twice with concussion protocol, twice or three times. He's got Angle, other other problems, knees. and I'm talking to the doctor, and they go, God "Damn, Kim, we, we can't keep this guy off the field. Well, he wants to play. That guy, that yeah. guy, you know, he could have his arm dangling he, out there. And, he's old, and, he, and, and he's, he's playing corner, and he's, he's playing and he's slot, playing he's whatever playing, you, you know, want. I don't care who you want me to right. cover. Yeah, you know, you, you and, and maybe you maybe you've got to be a maybe if you're a, a, a GM, a personnel guy, maybe your mindset has to be, hey, let me let me. Let me just get those guys. Let me get as many of those guys as I can, not those guys that in the fourth quarter of a game, when the game's on the line, and you ask them to do something, the guy says, ah, I don't do that. No, I, I don't do that. You know, I, I, that's, not my, that's not my thing. You yeah. know? I just think both coaches today not only have to coach, but they have to have different personalities for different guys. The old school of, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. Damn it. I don't think it's that way, but well, I think everybody's got different personalities. They grew up differently. Yeah. And it's, it's also a byproduct of a free agency, Joe. Back, back in the day, before even even when you had Plan B, which was a very limited yeah. free agent situation, you had nowhere to go. So that coach was going to dictate to you well, whether it was Chuck Knoll, whether it was Tom Landry, whether it was Dick Nolan, you know, Bum Phil, whoever it was, that guy was going to be the determining factor on what your career was going to be. Now, you know, you, you come to a team and you got you got a coach that's a yeller and screamer. And I don't think there are very many of those guys. No. You can't be those guys in that league. Because if you're a yeller and screamer and you keep beating somebody down, you know, the guy's going to, hey, you know what? Geez, another another six months, I'm a free I'm agent and I ain't coming here. No, nope, I'm out. This. I'm out. These guys are too mean here. They yell too much. And we work too hard. I, I'm getting out of here. Right. You know, it's like when I went to I went to UNLV to visit, uh, to visit a recruiting trip and and Ron Meyer was the coach there. And I talked to five players, and they go, you know what? Man, we have the hardest practices in the country. I said, well, I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's all I needed. Won't be coming here. I have a good time this weekend. Trying San Jose State where we had popsicle breaks. Yeah, and right. so this, is more, this is more my – now I made the right decision. Oh, you know? I'm staying home with my homies. Anybody got a grape? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what? You can listen to this on the uh, uh, Apple Music, TuneIn Radio, Dolphins app, dolphins.com. And, Joe, is your phone bent there? Has it been in your back pocket? It looks like it's got a little, a little bow one? to it, man. Well, you sit on it a little bit and might – yeah. As you know, I don't answer calls. So well, no, 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 absolutely no, not. No. Yeah, it is a little crooked. Yeah, it looks like a little... I don't know how, because I ain't been talking on it much. No, no. No. You've been listening on it? Sometimes. Yeah. Counts on who it is. All right. Okay, so here we are. I mean, uh, but you know, it's just, it's, it's, I I I wouldn't say semi-annual, but it's a triannual, seems like a triannual time for us in in this situation, and I, I... 
John, so, John, when, let, let's kind of let's kind of time frame some things a little bit here. The uh, Senior Bowl is when? Senior Bowl is the end of January, the end week of before January. the Super Bowl. And, right. and so I'm, my assumption is that teams want to have their head coach in place and some staff in place yes, before yes. that begins so that, they can start the evaluation process. And as we all know, the Senior Bowl, if you've got a few spots to fill, There's there are plenty of guys there. Front gate. There's plenty of those yeah. guys there. That's that, why they uh, go there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody looking for a job goes to well, you know, goes You need an offensive ball. line coach? Well, I've never been an offensive line coach, but I can do the job. I guarantee right. you I can do that job. I've yeah. been getting a lot of calls recently. Manny Diaz. People have been asking me about Manny hiring coaches. Yeah. People wanting to get to him that, yeah, you know, guys looking oh, guys, for yeah, absolutely those those jobs yeah. for and offensive I'm, coaching staff right and now. And I'm sure there's probably talking about UM. There's probably former players that are lining up that want to be able to be positioned <laughs> sure. wide receiver coaches, yeah. defensive back coaches, yeah. offensive line coaches. I'm sure that's happening. Hey, uh, not not to not to kind of jump out of this for a second, but uh, I got to I got to go to the, the the national championship, Clemson and, and Alabama. Really, one of the great nights to watch football. Just that sour puss on the Alabama sideline <laughs> almost from the get go it was just a it was just a wonderful experience I to woke watch. up in a great mood and I was trying to go why am I such a great mood the game ended up not being that good Clemson kicked their ass Alabama that great offense one of the greatest offenses yeah. in college football scored three points the last three quarters now, John, you, why do I feel like this could you can you imagine I, I mean I, I was I thought Clemson did a great job yes, of out coaching of, of, of everything in, Bingo. in every yep. position every single position they yep. took an ingredient from every team that Alabama played yep. and applied it to what they do well yep offensively and scheme the hell out of them. Now, defensively, yep. the zone blitzes, the the, the yep. disguising, the, the being able to be predictable yep. for Alabama to come out and go, we're going to do what we do. This is our side adjust. This yep. is how we run it. Clemson Took stuck right it out of, right yep. to him from yep. the opening whistle. I turned it off in the fourth quarter. No, I didn't did, see a whole lot of celebration. You didn't miss anything. No, but uh, it, it was, the, the, it was the, the, a beatdown. The two, the two big guys inside were just disruptive oh, gosh. all night long. They tried to run those little belly options and little things, and they just blew everything up in there. And uh, I mean, you know, I, I knew Clemson was a good football team. Uh, you know, obviously they've been there for the last four years. But, boy, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, I, I thought that Alabama – I thought their athletes would 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 eventually take would over. eventually take over, but uh, Clemson, boy, I tell you, they they just and, and and listening to Dabo Sweeney after the game, the anti Nick. I mean, he stood. I think I think his I think his interview on in the field was like about fifteen minutes. He could minutes. still be talking, still be talking right now. He has yeah. fun, man. He makes yeah. it fun and, well, for those yeah, players. Exactly. He and really he, does. And, and you but watch those players, Bo, he, they? Bo and John. He 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 matches talent pretty good too. Yeah, no, no doubt I mean, about Clemson, it. Like, no uh, doubt we, about it. Clemson. Like we we looked at your talent across the board, and we yeah. actually like a lot of our matchups, like yeah. the Clemson wide receivers, the well, Clemson they, freshman quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the kid, the number four, that receiver, I guess he was a guy that Nick really coveted. Nick was after number him one big wide way. receiver in Alabama. the country, and he and he slipped over to uh, so nah, yeah, yeah, I'm going over, <laughs> yeah. But, I, but, I think Dabo relishes in the fact that he plays that underdog role, yeah. no matter who they're playing. Yeah. But no he tells his team they're and he, better. And he knows, I, I, I think, yes, I, I I'm think with you on that. Behind I'm closed doors, that. he goes, you know what? We're better than this yep. football team. Yep. I went through every matchup. We're better. Yeah. I'm a better coach. You're a better player. Yeah. I guarantee I he tells yeah, him that. I agree. But but in public, I think he kind of yeah yeah he plays spins it around you know the he other does, way. He plays that old country boy. Yeah. Right. 
well, dang, nab, I don't know. You know, I'm going to bring my fellas out here and we're going to say a prayer and hopefully it's good. Hopefully we got a chance. You you know, know? the first thing he brought up after the game, (laughs) I I saw it this morning. So after the game, he says, yeah, all the talk was about one of the greatest college football teams of all time. (laughs) I went, oh, I knew that was coming. We're 15 and 0, but they were talking about Nick. So So he took that time. He took that time to begin his recruiting process right then and right now. No question. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, they're a great football team. Great football no team. But we're the we first just, ever 15 and 0. We're the first 15 and 0. And, and oh, what was it? Four touchdowns we beat them by? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beat them by by four oh. touchdowns. So yeah, don't don't no, don't get me wrong. He he that that football team is loaded. Now you look at those two teams, you look at Alabama Clemson. And how far behind is everybody? everybody? Because you look at those semifinal games, except you know, maybe Georgia. Yeah, Georgia would drop be yeah. off. Even yeah. Ohio State, and Michigan, yeah. got to be scratching their head a little bit. Yeah. With ooh, we we may have a, a on our to they're, go. they're probably in the mindset on our best day. Yeah, maybe. We, yeah. But but on if on you our play best 10 day, times, it's eight yeah. out of ten. On our best yeah. day, and, and they've got to kind of they've got to they got to slip up a little bit. Yeah. They, they've got to they got to make some mistakes yeah. out there. But uh, I thought the coaching though yeah. uh, made the difference. Yeah. Clemson baited Alabama into some throws yeah. that they knew on that blitz they never break make. off. Yeah. They never the blitz make. break off that we used to run, and after a while, everybody knew yeah. like guy over you is coming. We can't block him. Run a quick out. Yeah. They baited. He about, comes off his How about Clemson's corners? They didn't even budge. They got one of the – Judy on the outside, yeah. one of the fastest guys in the country. He played six yards off with his head right on the quarterback. Yeah. His eyes were on the quarterback. The guy could have ran right by him, but he knew he wasn't going so to. He yeah. stepped that and looked that way. He, he ran just out like cut a right in front. Forty yard dash. Yeah. 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 And they and they run the run the the, the fake uh, fake field goal, and that thing was like that was that, that was, that was, that was surprise. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm mean, looking at that really? guy. The, the guy, the, the the defensive lineman, almost snapped that oh, guy gosh. and snapped oh, the kicker gosh, in the half. Backup the yeah, third the quarterback. quarterback yeah. Almost snapped him in half when he brought him down. So. Yeah, it was a it was a very impressive, really impressive by uh, by Clemson. And, and you know it's funny you watch that game and you know one side is loose, one side's having fun, and obviously the score dictates that. Right. But but you know even on even on Alabama's, if Alabama was winning, they wouldn't be as loose and you know in in in, in as ag, as active as as that Clemson sideline was. Well, after but, the semifinal games. Yeah. If you'd have told me that was the score, I would have said no, yeah, no way. way. Correct. No way. I think Alabama. I, I thought Alabama. You, you was just a say, look, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Someone's going to win by four touchdowns. You go Alabama. Yeah. Right. Alabama. Yep. Right off the yeah. bat. If no that was going to be. It. I thought the other. It was going to be yep. the other yeah. way. Yep. Yep. All right, fellas. So that's going to uh, do it for Joe, the program. Joe, great to see you, buddy. Hey, yeah, so you'll be in a little better mood next. next no, no, time no, we do no. This, no. I like it when you. No, I want to see in 2020. I like it when you're a little salty here. You know, you come in and bring some of that that radio dirt with you. You know. That 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 Buffalo game, I was with you, was a little bit of a punch in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. Well, look, I, I I still kind of believe that had 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 that been a, a a better played game, and maybe you lost by three or you beat won that game, we'd still have the same head coach here right I, now. I, I, I think, think that the was last just such, two games. Look, were, I, I think we, he yeah. was teetering on it right there. But that 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 game, that performance, that lack of performance. Um, it's just too too much to overlook. I would too have paid a lot of money Ooh. to be on that private plane coming back to South Florida. Well, well let me tell you, Nat Moore. You weren't on Dan Marino. No, we were on the uh, Tom Garfinkel, yeah. Mike Tannenbaum. All Chris I know Creer, is this: and the owner pissed off in front of all those security guys. I went up. I went up into the tunnel to get ready for the post game show with about six minutes left in the game. About six minutes left. Right. 
So I walk up there and I'm I'm standing there waiting to go in. And there's a you know, there's a little monitor there so I could watch the watch what's going on in the game. And all of a sudden the elevator opens up and here comes the crowd, right? Uh, you know, Danny, Matt, Tom, Mr. Ross, all the security guys. And I looked at their faces and I went, Oh, this isn't a good thing. It's gonna be a two and a half this hour. Isn't a, this isn't a good thing. Serious. Ooh. You know what meeting getting ready to play? I just felt like after the game he was. I could see Steve Ross going, "You, yes. you, 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 yes. and you on my plane. You're coming home. What about our luggage? We'll get it home yeah. for you. Don't worry, don't worry. You'll get your luggage. Get your ass on the plane. <clears throat> Ooh, that'd be uncomfortable." <laughs> I feel awkward. I would, they walk by me as I was grabbing bro, the sandwich. I, I'm Boys, telling you, when you're happy, you go. Yeah, I'm telling I'll take you what. 20, I was standing right there when they walked by. I'm kind of trying to give them the like the lazy eye. You know, I'm kind of looking, but I'm kind of like letting it droop down you know, a little bit. Something. That's hey. funny because I did that too. I looked and I saw how pissed everybody was, and I kind of looked down at my sandwich <laughs> to see like I had never seen beef. a sandwich. I'm sitting, I'm sitting I got my Is little clipboard. They walk. They walk by. Took my clipboard. Hey, what is yeah. Let me see. What am I looking for here? <laughs> Yeah, that was we're going to the principal's Ooh. office, and this is not. You know, good. I, mean, I got to tell you, the, the the only the only situation I've been in, when in a staff situation like that, was more uncomfortable than that, was when we were coming back from London, uh, uh, the day before they let, they let go Joe, Joe Philbin, Philbin, yeah, because we're coming through Heathrow Airport, which is a crowded crowded airport. And we had to go through TSA. And she had those lines that zigzagged. Right. So you'd walk. You see them eight so, times. <laughs> <laughs> and by then. The, by so the you're kind of yeah. yeah. coming. By the time so, he was fired. Yeah. And, <laughs> and everybody, everybody knew. And, and, and you'd walk by. And you're, you're going, hey, what's going on? All of a sudden, you go, hey, turn around. Hey, look at you're that. You're right, Bob. Oh, look at There's gate 53 <laughs> over there. That was the most awkward time because oh, the signal God. had already been you given by it. everybody. You, you knew it. Yeah. The throw, the throw cutting. <laughs> The Philbin was gone, and he was still going through. And oh god! And I was like, was "Hey, so, hey Joe, hey Coach." I, I didn't say. I didn't say. I, 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 I avoided icon. You know, he had his wife with him too, and it was just. Well, you talk about just an. <laughs> How about that un, eight or un, nine hour uncomfortable. flight home too? Thinking about you're, you're done as soon as we get off here. I tried to get to sleep as fast as possible on that airplane. <laughs> Uh, that's a bad feeling. Yeah. That story's a good way to end it right there. That's a good yeah, way to end it. Our right stories there. used to be about, hey, man, you know, when that game in the last minute, now it's like, man, walking down that coach when he was getting, oh, <laughs> We'll write a book on some of the awkward That's it. That Joe Rose, there. John Kajemi, Kim Camper. We'll be back next week on The Audible. Hope you enjoyed it. The Audible presented you, or brought to you by Verizon. The best uh, unlimited is on America's most awarded network. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>